Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast, The Introverted Awkward Black Girl. So, um, thank you all for coming in. Thank you for listening in. I have a, a, a sore throat and a cold, so my voice is going to be shaky and I'm probably going to probably gonna sneeze or cough somewhere through this um but welcome to season three finally um and uh there's a lot that i said over the past couple of i think weeks and then um they were deleted you're probably used to that right now um but there's a reason for that sometimes you know there's there are things that you put out that you don't really when you think about it you don't really want them out there so anyways uh today's topic is about triggers and we're gonna talk i think a bit in depthly or in one way or another or another we're gonna get into triggers uh but before then uh i would definitely love to read some quotes from some people so this is a quote from someone uh called at ms dot self-worth sorry at miss or ms dot um self-worth so this person says the more you you react the more you unconsciously repeat the past the more you pause and respond the more you consciously create the future practice the pause a person who pauses before reacting is a powerful and and capable to create significant growth and positive change again The more you react, the more you unconsciously repeat the past. The more you pause and respond, the more you consciously create the future. Practice the pause. A person who pauses before reacting is powerful and capable of creating, uh, (laughs) capable to create significant growth and positive change. I think most of the times I read or I save these quotes and I read them out to myself to reflect to myself because these are things that i have difficulty with i'm a reactive person like say if i find out something i will react the person the people will know that you know i feel bad about it i this is not good you know and i'm still reactive you know up until this very moment i'm still reactive i react to a lot of things the moment i i feel them or i find out about them or you know it's it's somewhere within me i will react and you know that's what this is saying that you know basically when you react you unconsciously repeat the past and the past some pasts especially for highly sensitive socially awkward anxious and depressed people pasts are very very painful so by continuing to recreate this past um you know we create a lot of pain for ourselves a lot of bad memories memories that maybe we suppressed for a long time um yesterday i was telling someone that having a mental illness is the most challenging thing i think for many of us because sometimes you're just minding your business trying not to think about things and you just you are flooded by repressed memories and thought processes that you tried so hard to just put at the back burner and forget about them but then here they are they're there with you they're disturbing you they're paining you so when you think about all of these things it really does create that imbalance within yourself and so Though we can't uh, help or, you know, control the fact that these things come up, 
to us, we still have to practice the pose because reacting to them, you know, say it has happened, you know, and then you decide um, this is a repressed memory from maybe 10, 15 years ago. I'm going to text this person. I'm gonna... Many of these people just don't even remember that they did these things to you. They don't even think about it. You know, they've, you're just going to look like most of the time when you're addressing these things with certain people, especially people who do not understand mental health, who don't understand um, maybe what you're going through or what it entails to have you know a mental illness they will just laugh it off tell you you're imagining things they'll tell you you're uh you're blaming them for things that uh didn't happen but you know exactly what you're talking about you know what you've gone through you know the pains you know that you feel inside of yourself so these are very difficult difficult things and the best the best way to go about them is to um, practice the pose. Within the pose, I think, you're supposed to kind of sit with it, um, figure out what, you know, that repressed memory or that trigger or that thing is trying to tell you. It's hard because, you know, why me, why me? You know, there's a lot of times that many people like this will have a lot of thoughts about this, but in order for you to get better gradually slowly every single day because maybe you will never be cured of this but maybe you will learn how to be happy and to live a fulfilling life even if you have this with you so this is what it's telling us we need to practice that pose and so a person who poses before reacting is powerful and capable to create um, significant growth and positive change and we want to create significant uh, growth and positive change we want our lives to get better we want to do better by other people and by and for ourselves especially if we are parents we want to be better parents for our children and not to repeat certain things you know that we saw growing up so what are we supposed to do then we're supposed to pose sit with it don't let it get to you in a way that it makes you um, absorbed in this maybe anger and, and things like this. These are things, I'm talking about things that happen to me a lot because, you know, when I'm triggered, I basically get Im immediately angry. My heart starts pacing. I will send a million text messages. I will be angry. I will be, you know, I will burn it all down. But then this is what it's telling us that we need to try, try our best to do that pose and to kind of think about what is happening what is it telling us what should we do and if you really need to address with those people then again you'll have to find how to do that and and another thing is i know um we've said this a lot in this podcast but yes if you need therapy you know this is something that you'd have to think about you have to even if you need to look for like government service uh free therapy services offered by the government or you know, toll-free um, centers, uh, mental health centers, where you can call and talk to someone. You need to do something because if you don't, you risk, you know, deteriorating. You risk going down the drain. You risk um, damaging a lot of things for yourself um, emotionally, maybe even physically, spiritually. There's a lot of different things that can happen to you when you're not 
you know supporting yourself and looking for ways to support yourself you shouldn't always feel like um i'm sorry there's construction going on around here somewhere so um you shouldn't always feel like um you know that that self uh pity where you're like why and, and it happens a lot and it's normal for that to happen but you can't stay there you know that's like a, a it's very muddy and it's like quicksand it's gonna get you inside it's gonna suck you in and you probably will not find a way to come out if you're constantly just like oh you know this shouldn't be happening to me which is something that a lot of us deal with so anyways i didn't let's move on to to the next one so this other one is by someone called at d-a-k um d-a-k-t-h r-e-i-g-n at dark at dathring dathring so dathring says and i quote if you know a highly sensitive person give them a hug and tell them their feelings are valid no matter what hopefully someone i know sees this because i'm really struggling with family members not realizing how damaging it is to dismiss feelings because i'm just sensitive again if you know a highly sensitive person give them a hug and tell them their feelings are valid no matter what hopefully someone i know sees this because I'm really struggling with family members not realizing how damaging it is to dismiss feelings because I'm just sensitive. So I saw that and I was like, yeah, well, for highly sensitive people, you know, I've this has come out in season one and season two. Highly sensitive people, there's a lot of difficulty. Many people really struggle to understand our sensitivities. They feel that we're always overreacting. We're drama queens or any of this thing, drama kings. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a reason why it is happening the way it is. Um, there was a last quote. If I don't see it, I'm just going to move on. Strange. So let's move on to... To what we were supposed to talk about today yeah no here it is um it's by beth moore at poem haven so beth moore says a broken heart heals when we allow the healing to go as deep as the wound went again a broken heart heals when we allow the healing to go as deep as the wound went so it's like um, someone I really listened to a lot um, since, I think, 2012, called Yasmin Mojahed. Um, she always says the only way out is through. I think that's a quote from someone else, but, you know, I, it's her that I've heard it a lot from. So you can't heal from something unless you go through the pain of it all, which is hard and which is why sometimes I think I was also discussing with someone yesterday that most of the times we just ignore it that's that that had been my coping mechanism you know different you know things are happening whether painful or what you ignore them you try to go for a very long time without thinking about them but the problem um with trauma or with anything that's difficult is that at some point it will slow you down and force you to look at it 
and usually at that moment you're like why am i thinking about this maybe two years later maybe a year later maybe 10 years later but then it's kind of the body's way of telling you that you didn't address this and it's still inside you and it's making you repeat patterns that are not helping you and so you have to address it so the only way out is through and a broken heart heals when we allow the healing to go as deep as the wound went you have to go to the source down to the core and look at that pain and look at all of that difficulty and then deal with it. <laughs> hard stuff okay so today we're talking about triggers and this is uh something i got from page in on twitter someone called nicole i will um look for her at and make sure that i put it in the uh in this podcast's uh details uh so this a point on trigger says uh so a trigger it's a stimulus a stimulus such as a person, place, situation, or thing that contributes to an unwanted emotional or behavioral response. Again, a trigger is a stimulus such as a person, a place, a situation, or thing that contributes to an unwanted emotional or behavioral response. So this is something that kind of just jolts you that's usually what happens to me it's like you're having a regular day things are just going on and then out of nowhere your mind just thrusts you into this thought process of this thing or place or situation or person and out of nowhere you know you get this gut feeling of dread and you know i don't know so many things that are forming within your body and usually my heart starts racing and it seems like my blood is moving faster within my body and my brain can't think straight and usually you know i get so uncomfortable immediately at that moment and that's a trigger for me i don't know how you people or you guys experience triggers so it contributes to an unwanted emotion uh, an unwanted emotion or emotional or behavioral response again <laughs> you get so uncomfortable and you know you'll react sometimes which is what, what we we're talking about practice the pose but yes you may react you may do something that is really out of character for you you may say things that are out of character for you um, a lot of things happen when someone is triggered and there are a lot of different triggers that you may experience that will hinder your um your movement that day like um whether it's physical emotional spiritual you're stuck kind of when you're triggered you're stuck in that moment of whatever is going on whether it's that person you're thinking of that situation that place that thing so whatever it is it just kind of immobilizes you at that moment and you find it very very difficult um to push through so there's usually a problem when there's a trigger there's usually a problem so um the usually the problem so here it says describe the problem your triggers are contributing to 
what's the worst case scenario if you're exposed to triggers so you need to describe to yourself what is the when i get triggered what's the problem and since this podcast <laughs> is done by me then i guess i'm the sacrificial lamb who has to say all of my emotional stuff here so usually my problem is that i overreact i completely overreact so if it's a person <laughs> that person will get like a million texts or you know just telling them things that maybe they can't even remember or recall you know and my body gets dysregulated as i've said my heart will raise i'll be palpitating panting i'll be thinking too much i'll freeze in the moment you know when i zone out i may even find that someone was calling me um verbally you know like just calling my name or you know but i wasn't there i was in a different zone altogether so that really for me that's one of the major problems with triggers because the worst case scenario is that you know i expose myself i expose my weaknesses uh because i i will react you know 99% of the time i am reactive and the 1% is just a small <laughs> thing holding me back usually the 99 wins so uh when i'm exposed to triggers these are the bad things that or the problems that come out so the other thing that it talks about here is trigger categories so it says just about anything can be a trigger to begin exploring your own triggers think about each of the categories listed below is there a specific emotion that acts as a trigger for you um how about a person or place list your responses in the provided spaces so it says the first one is emotional state so again we're supposed to explore our triggers and think about each of the categories um and think about if there's any specific emotion um that acts as a trigger for us or a place or a person and you know how does that how how do you respond so for me emotional state um usually um my emotions just uh get very i don't know wound up again i'm usually i go through all the different states of you know flight fight freeze you know so i'll freeze i'll try to run away even if it means you know i'll put i'll, I'll try to act that like the problem doesn't exist and i may put it in the back burner for months but then it will always explode because i didn't deal with it so that's usually for me with the emotions that's how i try to act you know i'll i may freeze you know or i may act instantly and and address the problem instantly i may even run to the podcast and rant about it yeah but i may also like freeze and and, and it will come back later maybe months maybe years later people again i think for me uh my my response my response would be almost the same for all of these things so it's people places things thoughts activities and situations for me it's all the same i may deal with it in any different way i may decide to fight it immediately that it happens um but usually when you know something triggering or 
well really when something triggering happens sometimes i don't even realize or even if i realize i don't like maybe it's a person and they're saying something i will feel it in my body that i'm triggered but i may laugh and smile with them because i just don't know how to act at that moment you know i don't know if it's like that for you guys and then merely minutes later like once they leave the room or something like that i already feel it i you know i feel my anger coming up and i'm wondering and beating myself up why didn't you defend yourself why didn't you say something you know why did you let this happen usually it happens you know with people who you know maybe do not like you or um have a problem with you and you're just trying to you know manage the situation but then you're triggered already and once triggered even if i don't respond immediately it means that i've kept it somewhere and i will respond at some point even if it's years later you know which confuses people sometimes because maybe you're in a good place at that moment and you're bringing up things that happened you know a while ago so yeah so places the same you make um i may be at a place and remember you know i'll remember something that happened and i'll be triggered immediately um maybe you're just passing by the place or you know anything a smell <laughs> you know it just triggers all these memories and and things that happened and sometimes you know if i dealt with the thing then i will still be triggered but i will think you know you dealt with it you don't have to continue thinking about this so much but if i didn't deal with it then i'll be so much more triggered you know with the heart racing my thought process i'll zone out and i'll be thinking about that thing incessantly and probably my entire day will be spoiled and even my dreams because i will dream about it in one way or another i will have it in my subconscious just disturbing me begging to you know be dealt with thoughts my thoughts are the worst and i think all people with mental illness will will agree to this our thoughts are like our cages you know because they they're constantly constantly you know the voice is constantly constantly um telling you things um you know there's this constant sometimes it will remind you of this thing or this person then i'll go to this other person and this thing totally unrelated uh, to each other to you know so it's like in a day you may deal with so much trauma and you just don't know what to do about it sometimes because maybe you can't even address it in any way again which is why we talk about having therapy having someone you can tell these things to and ensuring that at least you're getting some sort of a support system that you're telling someone and you're having someone help you Uh, to deal with this even if you can't address with um this specific situations of people at least have some sort of support system for yourself and i know that it's hard um to talk about all these different things and sometimes you feel like it's irrelevant why should i tell someone all these things it's very relevant it's childish but it isn't because if it keeps on resurfacing it means it's begging for you to deal with it and if you don't deal with it then it will keep coming back and all these patterns that you feel drag you behind will keep dragging you behind for eons so you have to do something you know you have to be proactive about your mental health you have to be proactive about yourself 
about getting better for yourself and for the people around you who you love and the people who love you. So here it talks about tips for dealing with triggers. Um, but before we do the tips, um, let's see something else that it says. It says, describe your three biggest triggers in detail. I ain't going to describe mine because that's way too personal, isn't it? But um, as we're thinking about this, this exercise, this lady is giving us, we need to think about like three triggers. If you can go to 10, because I know people like us, we have many things that trigger us, but just have a thought about it, but only have a thought about it if you're capable of dealing with it. If not, please, please, this, I should have put a disclaimer in the beginning do not think about your triggers if you're not capable of dealing with them you know if you're not capable if you have no one to talk to about them if you can't reach out to anyone like your therapist or a good friend or someone who can like walk you through this or talk to you about this please disregard this episode because we don't want like more people having difficulties um that's not the aim the aim is kind of to bring light to us the things that a last the things that are difficult for us and then see together how we can help each other and ourselves so describe your three biggest triggers so here the what what this exercise is trying to do is it's trying to develop a plan for dealing with uh, the three biggest triggers so it says review your plan regularly and practice each of the strategies so Let's go to the strategies because we've gone, we've thought, hopefully, um, if you're capable and capable of handling what comes with thinking about triggers, because maybe your heart will start racing, maybe your thoughts will go all over the place, and maybe you'll start tearing up for those highly sensitive emotional people. So if that happens, I'm truly sorry. I, that's not the aim. So describe your strategy for avoiding or reducing exposure to each trigger. So it could be like staying away from certain places, certain people, um, addressing with certain people through a very constructive way, maybe constructive dialogue. If you feel that these people can listen to you and not gaslight you and pretend that it didn't happen. Um, it could be anything. So you, you, it's... It, it comes from yourself because you know yourself best on what triggers you and then you would know since this is what triggers me maybe it's a place it's a situation it's a person this is my strategy for ensuring maybe it's nipping it in the bud you know when certain people are saying something and you've you you know you've never maybe defended yourself maybe it's you know it's it will happen so maybe it's that when it does happen because it inevitably probably does then you deal with it immediately like up oh, well i've noticed that this and this usually happens when we're interacting and this and this you know is how i you know i probably do not want uh, you to go there or you know okay and the other uh, the other uh, one so the first one is describe the three biggest triggers in detail the next one is describe your strategy for avoiding or reducing exposure to each trigger. And then the third one is describe your strategy for dealing with each trigger head on why they and when they cannot be avoided. So I'll go again to the tips because maybe they'll help us with that uh, 
with that um, exercise that um, we've been given. So tips for dealing with triggers. The first one, oftentimes the best way to deal with the trigger is to avoid it. This might mean making changes to your lifestyle, relationships, or daily routine. So avoidance, which I think many of us do. We, we try our best subconsciously uh, to avoid places, people, situations that trigger us. Um, but sometimes, inevitably, it will happen. What if your trigger is um, in your workplace or with your family or, you know, something that you truly can't always avoid much as you try. But that's the first tip. Avoidance. Make sure that you change maybe your lifestyle, the places you go, the relationships you have, just to avoid certain triggers. The other one, create a strategy to deal with your triggers head on, just in case. Your strategy might include coping skills, a list of trusted people you can talk to, or rehearsed phrases to help you get out of troublesome situations. So I think that's well and good, but I'm just thinking to myself, will those really help me as a person? Because um, when you're thinking about the rehearsed phrases, sometimes even if you start to try to tell yourself those phrases, you know, sometimes you feel like maybe it's not really helping you as much. But on a positive note, there are so many uh, different people who have strategies like this that help them that you know uh, things that help them for me this strategy i would use it in a spiritual way um there are many sayings in my religion to help with anxiety and stress and and things like that so for me it would be easier to use those at that time to try and recenter myself recalibrate and make sure that i'm back you know within what i consider to be a safe zone so that could help um uh, a list of trusted people that you could talk to if you're highly sensitive socially awkward and introverted maybe you don't have too many people but you must have some right so you have to think about who among these people are the people that you can talk to that you can relate with that you can tell about these things and even if it's not for advice just to have someone listen it feels so much better to just know that you know someone understands you deeper in a way and it will help them not to trigger you as well because they understand they understand how to deal with you and the other one might be coping skills so just looking at the different coping skills how can i better cope what works best for me is it you know i i don't want to think of the different coping skills um so the third one is don't wait until the heat of the moment to test your coping strategy practice because of the heat of the moment again like i said i'm a reactive person if i wait until the heat of the moment i'm gonna destroy stuff and you know to date i must say there is a track record of destroying some things you know <laughs> not things that i want to keep anyways because by the time i'm reacting it's because it's just gotten to that point where i can't handle it anymore but to the level that you know it doesn't feel so good you know once the dust settles 
it doesn't feel so good to know that you know you expose yourself like that um that you know these people are gonna have this this situation has gotten out of hand or you know i can't even go to this place anymore because of this and you know so this is what it's telling us that you know you have to practice um and not do it at the heat of the moment your coping strategies should be things that you think about relentlessly probably every day because you do understand that you know you're a person who can get easily triggered and these triggers may cause a lot of harm for you and maybe for those people triggering you or maybe for even uh, helpless bystanders who didn't even have anything to do with it so it's upon you as a person who understands that this is something that goes on with them to do something about it um, so yes again the uh, the three things are the best way to deal with the trigger is to avoid it this might uh, mean making changes to your lifestyle relationships or daily routine and to create a strategy to deal with your triggers head on just in case um, your strategy might include coping skills a list of trusted people you can talk to rehearsed phrases to help you get get out of a troublesome situation and the last one is don't wait until the heat of the moment um, to test your coping strategy you should practice so yes and the three things uh, to think about if you're trying to work on how you can deal with your triggers is to describe the three biggest triggers in detail the second one is to describe your strategy for avoiding or reducing exposure to each trigger and the third one is to describe your strategy for dealing with each trigger head-on when they cannot be avoided Whew. so yes um, thank you all for listening this is the first episode of season three um I know uh, many of all y'all understand that this is a difficult time for me as um, I recently lost a very huge part of myself, uh, a brother who died. And um, it has brought about a lot of different things for me. It's very difficult. And as a person uh, with mental illness, it does create... Um, a lot of different triggers um from maybe ch repressed childhood memories to there's a lot that comes with losing uh, a, a very important uh, member of your family or someone that is very beloved uh, to you the circumstances and situation around everything you know comes to light and really affects so um of course i would want to help myself through talking about certain things and you know throughout this podcast there will be different themes about truly um, supporting yourself through these difficult times which has been the theme throughout this podcast and I would love to welcome I had seen I talked to uh, Guyana there was Italy and there was Mauritius I think um, so I'm welcoming the new countries and we will end with a final um, uh, quote by Rithvik Singh. I hope I said your name well. Um, and Rithvik says, healing will find you just like pain did. Again, healing will find you just like pain did. 
you know i love this different quotes because they just really help me to think about these different things it's not all bad because um even when everything is so difficult there are always situations that happen for you that are good or people who are good to you or you know there's always going to be some sort of light around you so appreciate those different things and it will help you get out of that dark thought you know because it consumes us and as i said it's kind of like really quicksand because it sinks you in really thinking about why me why is this happening to me which you know is a valid thought for many people because you never know what people are going through even if you see them happy out there even if you see them posting even if you see them doing things you never truly understand the pains that people have inside of them so um healing will find you just like pain did so don't just sit in the pain without thinking about the silver linings that are around you that will help you to get out of that pain and that will help you to heal and if you can because i know introverts and i know highly sensitive people people like us do not like to depend on people but when you're in such a dark corner what else can you do you have to let people in and you have to let people support you and you have to be that person who needs that you have to show people you have to talk to people you have to explain to people the things that hurt you because otherwise they're not gonna understand that just gonna think that you're okay maybe that you're just overreacting and maybe you're triggered maybe something is happening maybe you're remembering something so you have to find those trusted people who are the light of your life and you have to share with them who you are and what you're going through so yes thank you all for listening and uh whenever you can whenever you remember this please uh have a prayer for my brother or uh do something uh to support him wherever he is right now and by that i'm talking to a lot of the muslims here and 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 anyone of you know any different faith you know giving charity for him or anything good that you may think of it it would be much appreciated thank you all for listening peace love and bye